What up, Batsas Hackers? We talked last week about how leading a healthy, happy life is more about evolving into a person who lives a healthy, happy life than about the actions you are taking. And this week, we'll unpack that some more to understand how your self-identity plays such an important part in creating the life of your dreams. Because if you don't know who you truly are and how you're not living as that person now, then it's almost impossible to see what has to change for you to step into your best, fit, fired up and fearless self. Before we get into it, let's take a couple of minutes to bring us into the present moment. If it's safe for you to do so, then close your eyes, letting go of any tension in your body, in your face, particularly in your jaw. Let's take a deep inhale, feeling your tummy expand and your spine lengthen. And then on your exhale, feel your attention being drawn lower, away from the chatter in your head. On the next exhale, sink lower still, through the chest, until on the next exhale, you bring that awareness into your belly, into the center of your being. Noticing here, the rise and fall of each breath. Here, in this deepest core of you, where your deepest wisdom resides, a well of knowledge, compassion and possibility. Here, where you can connect with your deepest purpose, your reason for being here. And from this place, begin to imagine what is possible. Don't direct where this goes. Let it simply unfold, like a fern unfurling to allow new growth. Just sit here, in this place, connected to your wisest self, to the part of you that knows exactly what you want from life and how you want to show up in this one wild and precious life. Be here, in this moment, accessing not only what is, but all that is possible if you just choose it. Then allow your breath to carry you back to the room you're in and our podcast, but keep hold of that thread connecting you to you. Today I want to talk about self-identity because it's such a crucial part of the process to creating your best, healthy, happy life. In fact, self-identity is one of the base pillars of our burnout to badass methodology And self-identity is what lies behind our quote for the week from author and motivational speaker Les Brown. He said, You cannot expect to achieve new goals or move beyond your present circumstances unless you change. 
So let's unpack that a bit. If we look back at our last couple of episodes, then yes, of course, if you get more sleep, exercise appropriately, eat nourishing healthy food, uh, take on a less stressful job and organize yourself better, then yes, of course, you'll create less stress on your body and reduce your load. That will make it much easier for you to make healthy changes and you don't need me to tell you that. We all know what to do. But we're not doing it, right? So the problem is not about what to do or the actions to take to be healthy and happy. The problem is about how to become the healthy, happy person who does those things. It's about who you are, not what you do. In the health and wellness industry, we have a long time tradition of setting goals. And how's that working out for you? I mean, can you even remember the last goals that you set? Or your New Year's resolutions for this year? I know I can't. The problem arises because most goals are outcome focused. For example, I'm going to lose 20 kilograms this year. I'm going to run a marathon in July. I will make $50,000 in the first quarter this year. You can make these goals as smart as you like. Smart being, if my memory serves me correctly, your specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, time-related goals. So you can make these goals as smart as you like, but they are still based around achieving an outcome, something that you will have at some point in the future. The problem with this is that when you start with the outcome, you're arranging your life in the have-do-be model. So, looking at our examples from before, when I lose weight, I'll have more energy to do more exercise or play with my kids, and then I'll be happy. Or, when I am fitter, I'll do more run training, and then I'll be a runner. Or, when my business has more sales, I can hire more people, and then I'll be happy and successful. So you're saying when I have the outcome, I'll be able to do the things I want so I can be happy and successful. And this is a problem because you're saying to yourself that you can't be who you want until you have that outcome. You're sentencing yourself to stay in this place being the struggling person until you attain some or other outcome. And it just so happens that the struggling person is not doing the right things to get you to that outcome. Because they're the struggling person, not the person with the outcome. Because what got you here will not get you there. Even if you're doing some of the right things, you also don't have 100% ownership over the outcome. Weight loss might not come as easily as you had hoped because of hidden sources of stress. Listen to our earlier episodes for more about that. 
Or you might injure yourself training for that marathon. Or external market factors might affect your sales in your business. By identifying yourself by what you don't yet have, you're allowing external factors to define you. And this can start to put you in a bit of a victim mentality, which is never a great place for achieving great success in anything. Now, another approach to goal setting does take more ownership of your goals by centering them more around your actions, the things you do to achieve the outcome. So instead of the outcome being the goal, it's you performing the actions that's the goal. For example, instead of saying, I will lose 20 kilograms this year, you could say, I will follow a keto diet this year. I want to run a marathon might instead become... I will run train four times a week for six months. And increased sales could be reframed as I will create new content for social media every week. The benefit of these kinds of goals is that you take 100% ownership. These are all things that are 100% within your control. You'll either do them or you won't. It's entirely up to you. And this is the do, have, be model. And in this one, we are saying, the more I do, the more I'll have. And when I have more, I'll be happier. So in our examples, you're now saying, I will follow a keto diet this year so I can lose 20 kilograms and then I will feel good. Or, I will run train four times a week so I can run the marathon in July and then I'll be fit and healthy. Or, I will create new content for social media every week to increase my sales and money and then I'll be successful. I feel like you can probably see the problem with this approach. Yep, it's a complete and utter downhill spiral to burnout. You can just never do enough. And although you've now taken back ownership and responsibility for achieving these goals, they still focus very much on defining you by what you haven't done yet. Which means you're still the person who hasn't achieved the successes, which makes it unlikely that you will magically achieve those successes. So perhaps it's time to instead consider the be, do, have model, which was introduced by Stephen Covey, the seven habits of highly effective people guy. This is, who do I need to be to start doing the things I want to do in order to create the outcomes I want to have? This model invites you to step into your best self today, to start showing up in your life as your own creation right now. So instead of our earlier examples, you might say, I am a person who makes healthy food choices because you can be that right now, not in three months or a year or even next week, right now now even if you weren't doing it yesterday with our run example you could say i am a determined person who trains four times a week 
rain, snow or hail. Because you can still be that today, even if lately you've felt like giving up and haven't made much progress. With our business example, you could say, I show up consistently to create three TikToks for my business every Monday morning. This approach allows you to be your best definition of yourself today. To be the person who is going to do things differently. The person who makes healthy food choices. The person who trains consistently. Or the person who shows up in their business. And by being this person, you are taking the actions or doing the things you need to achieve the outcome you want to have. In this be, do, have model, the outcomes will take care of themselves. All you have to do is be your best self. The do and the have will take care of themselves. I don't know about you, but that feels like a huge relief to me. (sighs) The be, do, have model also allows you to celebrate the little wins now in every small action that you take. It allows you to feel proud when you make a healthy food choice, go for that run or create that TikTok. As humans, we just aren't hardwired to be motivated by outcomes and goals that may or may not happen at some point in the distant future. But when we celebrate small wins, we trigger dopamine, which motivates us to repeat those same actions. And who couldn't use a bit more motivation when it comes to making change, right? The be, do, have model also allows you to live aligned to your highest values now. Because the reality is if you're stressed out, overweight and tired all the time, you've probably not been showing up as your best self lately. Which leaves you feeling unfulfilled, which in turn reduces your motivation and increases your stress load. But when you do live aligned to your highest values, then you feel fulfilled, motivated, and you lighten your load. So doing some work around identifying your highest values is also hugely useful in this context. And it's something that all our clients go through very early on, because that is how they have the best chance of success when they start to make changes around diet and exercise and other lifestyle habits. But I hear you. You're wondering how you can simply just flick a switch and be somebody else. Well, firstly, I'm not asking you to be somebody else. This is about you connecting with your highest values and stepping into your best self, aligned with those values, not somebody else's best self. But I get your point. When you've been acting one way for a long time, it's not so easy to change, even if you're stepping into the person you were always meant to be, especially if you're not feeling like that person right now. Let's walk through what we've talked about with an example that's near to all our hearts. Chocolate. 
Have you ever observed a friend or a family member who seems to so effortlessly maintain healthy habits? They seem to have no problem saying no to that delectable looking chocolate cake. And as much as you love them, you can't help thinking with maybe just a smidgen of jealousy. Well, it's easy for them. They don't feel like I do right now. And yes, that's true. They probably don't feel like you do right now. Tired, worn down, stressed out, and struggling to keep on top of everything let alone all those sugar cravings. And I know what you're thinking, right? If you could just lose weight, you'd feel so much better, and then you too would easily turn down that chocolate cake. You're saying, if I could just have the outcome, which is losing the weight, then I can do the right things, make the healthier choices in this case. So I can be that person, the person who doesn't care about the chocolate cake. You're in have, do, be. But you know that now, right? (laughs) Okay, so let's say you embark on a plan of action to lose weight. You switch it up to the do, have, be model and you set out on your diet or exercise program. But it never freaking works. And that's because you're not being the person who effortlessly turns down the chocolate cake. You're still being the person who is struggling to cope, forcing yourself to do the things like turn down the chocolate cake because you're trying so hard to get healthy, right? Or at least this is how you're casting yourself, as the struggling person struggling to lose weight. The die is set with the self-identity. I mean, you've probably been that person for quite some time now, and nothing has changed, right? Because that person behaves differently to the person who is making the healthy choices with ease. And that's what it means when we say what got you here will not get you there. You can't be the person you want to be if you don't be that person first. And right now you're thinking, well, that's a problem because when I'm looking at that chocolate cake, my sugar cravings are at an all-time high and there is no way it's effortless for me to say no. So I can't just be that person. And I hear you. What I really want you to take away from today is that it's okay to start somewhere else. It is a process to get to the point where you don't even want that chocolate cake. Let's change it up a little. Let's assume that your friend is pretty gosh darn good at riding a unicycle instead of making healthy choices around chocolate cake. You've just watched them do a perfect lap around the park and now it's your turn. Are you going to start off with a perfect lap around the park? No, (laughs) you're lucky if you can get on the dang thing. First, you're going to need to work on learning to balance, probably using some supports. And you would be okay with that. You wouldn't see yourself as a loser just because you can't ride the unicycle yet. 
you'd recognize that it's a process. And of course, you realize that you're at a different point to your friend. So you'd be doing something different to them if you wanted to learn how to ride that unicycle. You wouldn't keep trying to do a circuit of the park because you'd just keep falling off. You'd start off smaller with something that you can manage if you have any hope of being a reasonable unicycler, right? So give yourself that same grace when it comes to your health too. Keep it simple. Don't create some unattainable, perfect person for you to step into today. And this is where we come back to this idea of evolving instead of taking massive action. Yes, of course we need to eat more healthily and exercise more and a bunch of other things to feel good and lose weight. But the old methods of forcing yourself to do these things are just not working. You can start with other things that better prepare you for these actions. For example, back to our chocolate cake. It's okay if sugar cravings are making it hard right now for you to refuse the cake. That's the reality. So instead, focus on actions that help you to reduce sugar cravings. That's a whole other topic, (laughs) but there's plenty you can do For example, enjoying fats and protein at breakfast instead of a high-carb cereal. The point is, just like you needed to first practice getting on the unicycle with some supports on either side of you before you become the park racing unicycler, you'll also need to first work on eliminating sugar cravings before you become the chocolate-refusing health nut. So focus on evolving not according to somebody else's plan, but into being the person who makes the choices to do the actions to create the outcomes that you want in your dream life. Because it is the choices you make and the small actions you take in each moment that define your life. But evolving takes time. And you don't need to do it to somebody else's timeline. Go instead at the pace that's going to work for you and for where you're at right now. If you try to go too fast, you'll just keep falling off that unicycle and give up in frustration. And at the end of the day, do you really want to wait until some unspecified future outcome like when you lose weight or have more money or have more time or have more energy to live your life? Do you really want to wait until one day to create your best life when you can choose who you want to be right here, right now, in this moment? Over and out, my friends.